Good evening. It is so good to be out with you again, and it's good to see all of you. We'll open your Bibles to Revelation. We're going to finish our reading this evening of that amazing, inspired book from our God and Father above. I want to thank Leland for kind of stepping in to the last minute last week when I was uh, getting sick. Uh, we had communicated for a few days. I was going to, you know, hopefully. And knocked this out early on, but it didn't happen that way. And so I appreciate very much Leland stepping in and helping out that way. In the past year, two years that we've been working together, uh, Leland has really become a, a dear friend uh, and just a, an excellent coworker. Uh, you know, he is you know, willing and humble to serve in any capacity and so many of you already know that about him as well. But as a co-worker with him, as two evangelists working together, it is a pleasure to have Leland uh, at my side, at our side, in the cause for Christ and the kingdom here. So thank you very much, brother. I appreciate you and love you for all who you are and what you do for, the, for our king. In the dramatic unveiling of the revelation of Jesus Christ... God showed things that would soon take place. Things that which were told that were near. And so with the pulling back of that curtain, a curtain which pertained to divine judgments, churches of Christ were admonished. Churches of Christ were edified. They were equipped by the visions the Apostle John wrote down by the direction of of the Holy Spirit. And saints were encouraged, encouraged to overcome. And with God, such is possible. And it's possible because God's lion, God's lamb, overcame and purchased with his own blood men, men for God. And this one, this one who described to us as who was dead. But now lives forevermore, who is the first and the last. He is worthy, worthy to execute judgments on earth. Judgments depicted to us as seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven bowls of divine wrath. Now these visions, which we read about in the book of Revelation, were soon to be carried out carried out on earth, and they were manifestations of God's righteousness. They were a revelation of God's justice upon the earth. A great war has been in progress between the holy eternal God and the great deceiver and adversary of humanity. Depicted as a dragon, Satan, all along, has been one that is attempting to thwart the Creator's plans, to thwart the Creator's purposes. And so therefore, what does he do? He inflicts harm. He inflicts harm on the whole world, and particularly, he makes war against God's children and Jesus' disciples. At the dragon's beck and call are two very terrifying Beast. Beast representing for us corrupt civil power and corrupt religion, which depicted 
The wicked Roman Empire with its emperor worship. The wicked world and the beast worshipers, we are told, were soon to be placed in the great winepress of God's wrath. But all of those who bore the seal of God's bondservants, who were purchased and overcame, they would be blessed. Blessed even in their death. Another scene then changes and occurs in chapter 17. And that's where we're going to begin our reading this evening. And what we have here is the fall of Babylon. That is the downfall of the harlot and the beast she rode on. And that's foretold to us here in these chapters. This prophecy is not about ancient Babylon. But rather, it is about another great city filled with all manner of immoralities like the Babylon of old. And one who bore the guilt of the blood of saints. God pronounced and God executed judgment against the wicked imperial city of Rome for her iniquities. Heaven rejoices. Heaven rejoices over God's true and righteous judgments and his people's blood has been avenged. He who is the word of God, he is king and he is Lord It is he who makes war and judges, treading God's winepress of wrath. And thus Satan is bound, bound in an abyss for a God-ordained period, and then upon release is cast into the eternal lake of fire and brimstone with all those whose names are not written in the book of life. John Then he visions the coming of a holy and heavenly city, a city called Jerusalem. It is where God dwells with his people, and they with him in joy and peace. This heavenly city where God and the Lamb are is a city where God is his temple, and the Lamb is his temple. And God and the Lamb are its light. And it is a place that is prepared for all of those whose names are written in the book of life. It is the most beautiful city where there is no unclean things at all. Only healing and glory. Blessed are all those who have been washed and who may enter through the city's gates for the tree of life. So let's turn our thoughts now to our reading for the rest of our lesson as we begin there in Revelation chapter 17. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and spoke with me saying, come here, I will show you the judgment of Of the great harlot who sits on many waters with whom the kings of the earth committed immorality. And those who dwell on the earth were made drunk with the wine of her immorality. And he carried me away in the spirit into a wilderness. And I saw a woman 
A woman sitting on a scarlet beast full of blasphemous names, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was clothed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a gold cup, a gold cup full of abominations and of the unclean things of her immorality. And on her forehead a name was written, a mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the witnesses of Jesus. When I saw her, I wondered greatly. And the angel said to me, Why do you wonder? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that you saw was and is not and is about to come up out of the abyss and go to destruction. And those who dwell on the earth, whose name has not been written in the book of life from the foundation of the world will wonder when they see the beast that he was and is not and will come. Here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. And they are seven kings. Five have fallen. One is. And the other has not yet come. And when he comes... He must remain a little while. The beast, which was and is not, is himself also an eighth and is one of the seven, and he goes to destruction. The ten horns, which you saw, are ten kings who have not received a kingdom, but they receive authority as kings with the beast for one hour. These have one purpose. And they give their power and authority to the beast. These will wage war. War against the lamb. And the lamb will overcome them. Because he is Lord of lords and king of kings. And those who are with him are the cold and chosen and faithful. And he said to me, The waters which you saw where the harlot sits are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. And the ten horns which you saw and the beast, these will hate the harlot and will make her desolate and naked and will eat her flesh and will burn her up with fire. For God has put it in their hearts to execute His purpose. By having a common purpose and by giving their kingdom to the beast until the words of God will be fulfilled. The woman whom you saw is the great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illumined with his glory. 
And he cried out with a mighty voice saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling place of demons and a prison of every unclean spirit and a prison of every unclean and hateful bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the passion of her immorality. And the kings of the earth have committed immorality with her. And the merchants of the earth have become rich by the wealth of her sensuality. I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not participate in her sins and receive of her plagues. For her sins have been piled up as high as heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. <clears throat> Pay her back. Pay her back even as she has paid, and give back to her double according to her deeds. In the cup which she has mixed, mixed twice as much for her. <clears throat> to the degree that she glorified herself and lived sensuously, to the same degree, give her torment and mourning. For she says in her heart, I sit as a queen, and I am not a widow, and will never see mourning. For this reason... In one day, her plagues will come, pestilence and mourning and famine, and she will be burned up with fire. For the Lord God who judges her is strong. And the kings of the earth who committed acts of immorality and lived sensuously with her will weep and lament over her when they see the smoke of her burning. Standing at a distance because of the fear of, tor- of her torment, saying, Whoa, whoa, the great city, Babylon, the strong city. For in one hour, your judgment has come. And the merchants of the earth weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold and silver and Precious stones and pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet and every kind of citron wood and every article of ivory and every article made from very costly wood and bronze and iron and marble and cinnamon and spice and incense and perfume and frankincense and wine and olive oil and fine flour and wheat and cattle, sheep and cargoes of horses, and chariots, and slaves, and human lives. The fruit you long for has gone from you. And all things that were luxurious, luxurious, and splendid have passed away from you. And men will no longer find them. The merchants of these things who became rich from her, will stand at a distance because of the fear of her torment, weeping and mourning and saying, Woe, woe, the great city, she who was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, for in one hour such great wealth has been laid waste. And every shipmaster and every passenger and sailor, 
and as many as make their living by the sea stood at a distance and were crying out as they saw the smoke of her saying, what city is like the great city? And they threw dust on their heads and were crying out, weeping and mourning, saying, Woe, woe, the great city in which all who had ships at sea became rich by her wealth. For in one hour she has been laid waste. Rejoice over her, O heavens, and you saints and apostles and prophets, because God has pronounced judgment for you against her. Then a strong angel took up a stone, and like, like a great millstone, and threw it into the sea, saying, So will Babylon, the great city, be thrown down with violence and will not be found any longer. And the sound of harpists and musicians and flute players and trumpeters will not be heard in you any longer. No craftsman of any craft will be found in you any longer. And the sound of a mill will not be heard in you any longer. And the light of a lamp will not shine in you any longer. And the voice of the bridegroom and bride will not be heard in you any longer. For your merchants were the great men of the earth. Because all the nations were deceived by your sorcery. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all who have been slain on the earth. After these things, I heard something like a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God. Because his judgments are true and righteous. For he has judged the great harlot who is corrupting the earth with her immorality. And he has avenged the blood of his bondservants on her. And a second time they said, Hallelujah. Her smoke rises up forever and ever. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, God who sits on the throne saying, Amen, Hallelujah. And a voice came from the throne saying, Give praise to our God, all you his bondservants, you who fear him, the small and the great. Then I heard something like the voice of a great multitude, and like the sound of many waters. And like the sound of mighty peals of thunder saying, Hallelujah. For the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice. Let us rejoice and be glad and give glory to him. For the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. It was given to her to clothe herself in fine linen. Bright and clean, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Write, 
Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are true words of God. Then I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, Do not do that. I am a fellow servant of yours and your brethren who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I saw heaven opened. And behold, a white horse. A white horse, and he who sat on it is called faithful and true. And in righteousness... He judges and wages war. His eyes are a flame of fire. And on his his head are many diadems. And he has a name written on him which no one knows except himself. He is clothed with a robe. A robe dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word. And the armies which are in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, were following him, him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword, so that with it he may strike down the nations. And he will rule them with a rod of iron, and he treads the winepress of the fierce wrath of God the Almighty. And on his robe, And on his thigh, he has a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Then I saw an angel, an angel standing in the sun. And he cried out with a loud voice saying to all the birds which fly in mid-heaven, come. Assemble for the great supper of God, so that you may eat the flesh of kings, and the flesh of commanders, and the flesh of mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and of those who sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free men and slaves, and small and great. And I saw the beast, and the kings of the earth. And their armies assembled to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was seized. And with him the false prophet who performed the signs in his presence by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast. And those who worshipped his image. These two were thrown alive. Into the lake of fire which burns with brimstone. And the rest were killed with a sword which came from the mouth of him who sat on the horse. And all the birds were filled with their flesh. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven holding a key. The key... Of the abyss, and a great chain is in his hand. And he laid hold of the dragon, the serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years, and threw him into the abyss, and shut it, and sealed it over him, 
so that he would not deceive the nations any longer until the thousand years were completed. After these things, he must be released for a short time. Then I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus and because of the word of God. And those who had not worshipped the beast or his image and did not receive the mark on their forehead or on their hand. And they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were completed. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is the one who has part in the first resurrection. After these, the second death, I mean, over these, the second death has no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. When the thousand years are completed, Satan will be released from his prison and he will come out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together for the war. And the number of them is like the sand of the seashore. And they came up on the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints in the beloved city. And fire came down from heaven and devoured them. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are also, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat upon it, from, the, from whose presence earth and heaven fled away, And no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, the great and the small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged from the things which are written in the books according to their deeds. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every one according to their deeds. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he will dwell among them, 
and they shall be his people, and God himself will be among them. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. The first things have passed away. He who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Right, for these words are faithful and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to the one, to the one who thirsts from the spring of the water life without cost. He who overcomes will inherit these things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. But for the cowardly and unbelieving and abominable and murderers and immoral persons and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and spoke with me saying, come here, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. Having the glory of God, her brilliance was like a very costly stone, as a stone of crystal clear jasper. It had a great and high wall with 12 gates. And the gates, and at the gates, 12 angels. And the names are, and names are written on them, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the sons of Israel. There were three gates on the east, three gates on the north, and three gates on the south, and three gates on the west. And the wall of the city had 12 foundation stones, and on them were the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. The one who spoke with me had a gold measuring rod to measure the city and its gates and its wall. The city is laid out as a square. Its length is as great as the width. And he measured the city with a rod 1,500 miles. Its length and width and height are equal. And he measured its wall 72 yards according to the human measurements, which are also angelic measurements. The material of the wall was jasper, and the city was pure gold, like clear glass. The foundation stones were of the city of the city wall, were adorned with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation stone was jasper, the second, sapphire, the third, chalcedon, the fourth, emerald, the fifth, sardonyx, the sixth, sardius, the seventh, chrysolite, the eighth, beryl, the ninth, topaz, the tenth, chrysoprase, the eleventh, jacinth, the twelfth amethyst. 
And the 12 gates were 12 pearls. Each one of the gates was a single pearl. And the city and the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. And the city has no need of the sun or of the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God has illumined it. And its lamp is the Lamb. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring the glory into it in the daytime, for there will be no night there. Its gates will never be closed. And they'll bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. And nothing unclean, and no one who practices abominations and lying shall ever come into it, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Then he showed me a river, a river of the water of life, clear as crystal, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb, in the middle of a street. And on the e- either side of the river was the tree of life, bearing 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing. Of the nations. There will no longer be any curse. And the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it. His bondservants will serve him. They will see his face. And his name will be on their foreheads. There will no longer be any night. And they will not have need of the light of a lamp. Nor the light of the sun, because the Lord God will illumine them, and they will reign forever and ever. And he said to me, these words, these words are faithful and true. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent his angel to show To his bondservants, the things which must soon take place. And behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who heeds the words, the prophecy of this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed me these things. But he said to me, Do not do that. I am a fellow servant of yours and of your brethren, the prophets, and of those who heed the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the one who does wrong still do wrong and the one who is filthy still be filthy let the one who is righteous still practice righteousness and the one who is holy still keep himself holy behold i am coming quickly and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done i am the the alpha and the omega the first and the last the beginning and the end 
Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter by the gates into the city. Outside are the dogs and the sorcerers and the immoral persons and the murderers and the idolaters and everyone who loves and practices lying. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things for the churches. I am the root. And the descendant of David, the bright morning star, the spirit and the bride say, come. And let one who hears say, come. And let one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wishes to take the water of life without cost come. I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues which are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the tree of life and from the holy city, which are written in this book. He who testifies these things to you says, yes, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. The book of Revelation is an amazing book of God's strength and power and purpose and plan to save and protect the redeemed. Is your name written in that book of life? The Lord will come one day, just as he has executed judgments throughout time upon this nation and that nation and even the Roman Empire itself. The book of Revelation is, book of Revelation is a testimony of the strength of God, the, the faithfulness of God, and the power of God to do exactly what he says he will do. And we are told. All those whose names are written in the book of life, the Lamb's book of life, will enter through the gates of that great holy city, the heavenly city, that eternal city, where God will dwell with us and we will dwell with him, not by faith anymore, but in reality. But you must have your name written in that book. If you believe Jesus to be the Christ, you believe that with all your heart, you believe him to be the Lamb of God that was slain for the world to redeem them from their sins, but you've not submitted to him, we want to encourage you to do that this very hour. If you believe, why not tonight confess your faith in Jesus Christ as God's Son? Repent of your sins and be buried with Christ in accord with his word, his true words. When he says, he that believes and is baptized will be saved. Those are true and faithful words. Have you done that? If not, we encourage you to do that this very hour. If you are a Christian and you have stumbled, you have strayed, perhaps the world has distracted you and you are not 
right with God. Whatever your spiritual need may be tonight, we encourage you as well. Come forward, make your wishes known while we stand and sing the song that's been selected.